Now entering the Bitcoin Podcast Network. TVP's announcements. This is a series that we have on our network where we give you announcements about upcoming projects and platforms that are entering the crypto ecosystem. Now, this is a disclaimer because we do that now. So, here's the thing this is the presentation of a platform, and that's it. This is an investment advice. Don't take it as investment advice. If you like the platform, seek it out in the show notes. Go there, buy the things, invest in the platform. Help them out with your skill sets. But we're not giving you any recommendations or advice. This is just for you to listen to and soak up some new information about a new platform in this ecosystem. So, please enjoy. Hey, everybody. If you heard that awesome music by the absurdist, you know it's time for another episode of TBP's Announcements. And today, we are joined by Tayo Dada, the CEO and founder of Uncloak.io. Very interesting project that we're bringing to you. And so without further ado, uh, Tayo, welcome to the show. Hi, how you doing? Doing really well. Hope you're doing well too. Yeah, very well. Very. It's actually it's it's actually pretty sunny in London today, which is quite strange. Oh man! So you better soak it up. You got to wait two more days of sun, right? Is that that's how it right? Works we in got, London, we, we got we got soak it up and store it for the winter. You know. <laughs> <laughs> so um, let's start this how we how we start all these interviews. I'd like to know a little bit about your background. Uh, you can go as deep into your personal background as you like. Uh, if you if you're like if you're okay with that your professional background and then I always love to know how it intersected with crypto was it a you read it in a newsletter you read it in a magazine you had a family or a friend a family sure, sure, a family sure. or a friend you know like give give us a little bit of your story yeah so it's funny enough so I've 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 kind of been a nerd all my life um, I started in computers when I was nine years of age um, used to write games for Commodore sixty four. Um, so I'm not sure if anyone remembers that console. If they do remember that console, they must be over 40 years of age. Um, so I started writing games on Commodore 64 myself and my brother. Um, mm. And then at the age of 16, um, my brothers were going off and getting girlfriends and I had no chance. Um, so I basically started <laughs> hacking uh, and I got into hacking. I was into skateboarding and hacking at the age of 16. I was breaking into systems. Um, then one day um, I happened to get caught. And uh, I ended up working for a top four consultancy in the UK. Um, and uh, that, consultancy, that consultancy is, is, is uh, one of the largest consultancies around. And um, we helped set up the UK's first ethical hacking department. 
Um, and my job then, I was going around breaking to banks, um, insurance companies on behalf of the um, the actual uh, consultancy. So really, you know, I, I used to be a black hat myself, you know, and, and hacking used to be a nice word. I mean, hacking means taking a device and changing its use. So one of the things I used to do when I was growing up, we used to get like a Walkman, which is like an, it's like an, I, an I, iPod where you play music, but we could put tapes in it. And um, what I used to do is open up, open those up, and we used to hack on it, and which basically means we could change the way it worked. And so we'd, I used to open these up for my friends, and we would change the the, the capacitors and resistors in, in in the actual device and make them go past eleven on on the volume control. So guys, we end up with like their ears bleeding and stuff like that, listening to Nirvana. Um, but you know, so those are the type of things it was doing. So really, I've I've been involved in in computers for you know most of my life really in a day and um and uh so you know i've been running an it company in the uk since 2011 um so you know i we've built up a number large number of clients from one to two members of staff up to 70,000 members of staff like companies like interserve royal mail pensions adeco these are some of the clients that we work with and we've been providing cyber security service for them um for a number of these companies from ethical hacking to penetration testing which are basically ways in which you can break into a network and then tell the company what issues they have and where they need to resolve those issues. Um, but my, I actually fell in love with um, crypto a few years ago. What happened was that um, we had a client and my client, um, we told our client, you need to install some applications and make sure your software's up to date and make sure you've got antivirus and they didn't want to pay for any of it. The next minute, uh, a few months later, we got a phone call from our client and saying that all their files, and this is a television company, a big one on Sky Television, um, mm. that had um, basically had their, all their files that got encrypted. So in other words, the files became unreadable. And they contacted me and then I went in, went into the office and I looked at the one of the computers and realized that the files were still there, but they'd, all, all the names had been changed and the, the contents had been changed. But there was a link to a website page which you could go to and on that website page, it said it was ransomware, so you could pay that person or pay the hacker a certain amount of Bitcoin, and that was my first interaction with Bitcoin, in order for them to give you the key to unlock the files and get your files back. And I thought, this is crazy. What is all this stuff? And so from that time, you know, we paid, I bought Bitcoin at the time, it was $150 at the time. Um, mm. So you could tell how far back that was. It was $150, and we paid for it. And then um, I was like, this is crazy. And then I started to research into the whole Bitcoin movement, um, and I thought this is this is amazing because I, I remember missing out on the internet bubble, and you know I saw it come and go. And I never got involved, even though I was working in IT at that time. So I thought, hold on, this blockchain thing is going to change the world. You know, decentralization, you know, no requirement for a bank, cut out the middleman, reduce cost, increase efficiency, scale up. I thought this is just this is something out of this world. And so for since for the last, I'd say, two, three years, I've really been kind of heavily involved. I started to trade last year, you know, got in pretty early on Ripple and uh, and on Ethereum and a bit, not Ethereum, but I got in quite early on Ethereum when it was pretty, pretty low. And then it just went crazy around Christmas time. I think that was a very nice Christmas for everyone last year. <laughs> yeah, um, 2017 and- was fun. Yeah, it was a good. It was a lot of fun, and literally, like almost every ICO, you know, I started doing ICO investments as well. And I, my brother told me about this Ian Bellina thing, and I was like, "Oh wow, Ian Bellina, what's that all about?" And then he told me about these spreadsheets and tokenomics, and I started to research that, and I thought, "Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, I like the 
the statistical approach or empirical approach to looking at data and trying to work out if a company is good or not because there's so much companies doing ICOs and that's been that's been my life so really I've been really heavily involved in 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 that and that's my background well that is one hell of a background to fall into <laughs> crypto I, I I mean so essentially you're you were a black hat hacker turned a white hat hacker yes and that kind of gives you a very unique lens on this space because um, I, I I think I'm pretty sure the Bitcoin blockchain itself is people have been trying to hack it since its inception and to no avail. And so to have a vote of confidence from a, from a hacker is basically your career. Uh, that's just a tout to the whole the whole space. So yeah. I'm no, absolutely, I, I I agree with you. I think the one thing about the whole blockchain movement and the fact that you know you've got anything that's decentralized, where you've got running on multiple machines and you have to gain quorum or great gain, you know, get the majority of the number of machines in order to control that machine, it, it's theoretically possible but physically impossible. And that's what's great about the blockchain is that it could be hacked, but you need to have, have an extremely powerful computer. I mean, I think the last estimates you need to have a machine you know, of what, $3.2 billion worth of computing power to take over the, the Bitcoin network, mm-hmm. which, you, you know, so and that's an awful, an awful lot of money to try and do that. Um, but but it is an amazing technology. I mean, the, the bottom line is that like any form of security, every form of computing computer that's out there from your mobile phone, with like an Android or Apple, through to your desktop running Windows or, or Apple Mac, Everything that is designed by a human has a flaw in it, and it's just waiting for a hacker to find a particular flaw and take advantage of it. And um, so, really, with, with Uncloak, the aim for Uncloak is really to say, look, every time the way we came to Uncloak is quite quite a strange thing because. So yeah, as let's we've, go into I've, that. Let's, yeah, let's go into the so, genesis of Uncloak. Absolutely, absolutely. Sorry. So. Um, the way we basically started with Uncloak was because as I've been running a cybersecurity firm in the UK looking after clients, we would charge clients a lot of money. We'd do a scan, tell them where the weaknesses are, how to resolve the weaknesses. We'd produce a report in the PDF. We'll make, you know, several thousand dollars for that period of time engagement with the client and walk away. Unfortunately, the next day after we produce a report, there'll be what's known as a zero-day vulnerability, which basically means that within 24 hours of Every 24 hours, there's either new vulnerabilities that are coming through. And a vulnerability is a weakness that can be exploited by a, a hacker or a piece of, you know, a virus, for example. Mm. And so literally, as soon as we produce a report for a client, the very next day, it will it'd be out of date because a new issue would come up where a hacker could take advantage of the system again. So it's like, we're paying cat and mouse with this situation. What can we do? And I thought the only way we can do this is because if you think about it, for every white hack or every ethical hacker that's getting paid to do things properly and check for security, there's over 10 black hat guys that are out there um, trying to break into systems. So it's like you, it's a losing battle from, from a human resource point of view. And so I thought, what can we do? And I said, okay, right. Why don't we create a system that is able to, to provide a service where it continually monitors your infrastructure? And from infrastructure, I mean your Windows machines, your desktops, your PCs, your servers, your routers, firewalls, all that networking equipment, everything that, that require, a, comp, uh, a company require, needs to run or organization or charity needs to run. If we could provide a solution that will always tell them where they are today, then we that will be amazing. 
And then we took it a step further. We thought, okay, right, we can create a scanner that tells you where you are today and what weaknesses you have in your computer systems and what needs to be fixed. Imagine if you can tell them what issues could potentially happen to their system. And this is where we started to think about AI and so we started to look into artificial intelligence and creating a system that is able to go out into the internet and the dark web, which is obviously the hidden internet, and look for new threats and vulnerabilities before they are able to hit your machine. So, for example, there was this massive issue in, in that hit worldwide. It was called a WannaCry. And with mm. the WannaCry, the WannaCry hit over 54% of UK hospitals. Just for example, give you an idea, it hit WPP, the world's largest publishing house. Loads of companies got hit by this issue. And if people's machines were up to date and had the right protection on them, they wouldn't have been affected. So if our system was in place, Uncloaked system was in place, we would have been able to warn the customers and say, funny enough, you're running an old copy of Windows. You need to up this, update that, update this, because there's a new threat coming through. And this is what Uncloak is all about. It's really about telling you where you are in regards to weaknesses and where the we where there'll be new threats coming through in the future, which is really pretty much revolutionary. There's no one else doing it out there. And another thing about solutions, we don't want to be creating a solution that is only designed for high expertise and engineers to use. Because with cybersecurity, like any art, if you're working in any industry, there's tools that you have in industry. And with cybersecurity, there's expensive tools that are used by experienced individuals that are getting paid a lot. And a lot of companies can't afford to pay for it. The big companies can because they've got governance requirements where they've got to be covered for FCA, Sarbanes-Oxley, SEC law. And so they have requirement, legal governance requirements. But the smaller firms, which is 94% of all the firms, sorry, 96% of all the firms in the world are less than 25 members in staff. Mm. So, so we, there's a massive market that are not being looked after properly. And we want to make sure we can tackle that market to make sure that cybersecurity is in the hands of every single company, no matter what size they are. And Uncloak is where we see that solution fit in uh, the, the actual community. Interesting. So uh, from, from what I, from what I'm gleaning from, from Uncloak is that, are you, are you trying to incentivize like what? Okay. Let me take, take this back a little bit. You, you said you can kind of predict where threats might come from and predict where threats, what threats yeah. could be. How are you, how, is, how does Uncloak do that? Yeah, so for example, you know, using artificial intelligence, so we already have a system, an AI that's already been built that mm -hmm. is able to use, um, there's some clever, clever big word here, <laughs> big word alert, social word disambiguation. And what mm -hmm. that basically means is that we could type an entry into a system that says um, fire. So for example, uh, if you can, you can put the word fire into this AI system, it will go across the internet looking for everything to do with fire. And it's able to work out whether or not you're talking about a forest fire or you're talking about someone getting fired at work. So, mm -hmm. and, and, and so we have this system that's able to do that. And so oil traders have been using this system to be able to type in the word coup, like a coup d'etat, or type in the word forest fire and find out where a fire is near an oil field. And so what they can do then with that information, they can take that information and we get that information 20 minutes quicker than Associated Foreign Press, Bloomberg's and Reuters. So with that information, oil traders able then to get that information 20 minutes, place a trade, and then 20 minutes later, that news is in the public eye. And then obviously the oil price goes up because obviously there's a coup in the area of forest fire. That's how some of the AI is already being used. 
But what we're doing with Uncloak and using the same AI that we're using for Uncloak is able to go into public internet and dark web and look for words that are in forums and, and in um, chat rooms and what have you. Because, for example, even with WannaCry, WannaCry came through, was leaked from the US uh, military forces into the dark web and then someone got hold of it in the dark web and then sold it on and made it become ransomware. So if we're able to to be able to work in the dark web and work on the public internet, listening to so many different forums and chat rooms about looking out for particular words that come up, we can create a, an amazing threat dashboard that we can present to our clients and say, funny enough, there's a new threat that's coming out for your particular system because it's been talked about on a number of sh- chat rooms that we know about and what have you. And it, mm. so I'm, for example, I'm security cleared. So I work with British government already. So um, obviously I can't go into much detail there, but I work with British government already and they've got amazing surveillance systems that are able to, to work out where terrorist cells are and what have you. And we want to use the same technology, but for, for normal customers that are, that are out in the field and say, look, I want to be protected. And if we can use that type of technology, we will get that one step ahead that we need to be because prevention is better than a cure when it comes to cybersecurity. So, okay. So how does, um, how does blockchain tie into all this? How does, um, I understand you're going to have a token coming up and I want to know what's the utility of the token and, and what incentives is it providing to the users of the network on Cloak? Okay. Great question. So, so we, you know, we we heavily work with um, the the EOS platform, um, and the great thing about working with the EOS blockchain is that the EOS blockchain is an actual decentralized computer. So, for example, the EOS, if you you looked at graphene, and there's been other versions of EOS that have been obviously amazingly designed by Daniel Larimar, the you know king of EOS, and he created a system called BitShares and stem it steam it sorry which has been around since august 2016. so these are tried and tested technologies where you can actually physically install a piece of software onto the blockchain which is completely revolutionary because obviously bitcoin was concerned with you know transfer of assets securely with people that you don't know uh, and then blockchain version 2 was concerned with um smart contracts you know offer acceptance and consideration doing legal contracts without a third party involved but then now you've got blockchain version three where you have the EOS world where you can actually physically run an application on it and also have blockchains talking to other blockchains. So running literally uncloak on the EOS environment allows us to, to do an, an amazing number of, of, of things. So we can do things like um, we can do permissioned services. So really on our system, we can actually have a set of permissions whereby anyone who signs up to our platform we can create a set of permissions that will have multiple layers all held within the actual blockchain itself. Um, we can do a number of other things whereby we can literally work with a system where we can um, delve down into the the number of snapshots. So, for example, a client can take a picture of their security today and say, okay, right, what does my security look like today? And we can take a snapshot and put into a blockchain. We cannot be changed or altered. So by using the blockchain, we can not only are we using it for the management of our intellectual property for clients, uh, where we can we can encrypt all the data. So obviously we don't want anyone who's working on our system to be able to know who the client is that is actually using Uncloak. 
we can use EOS blockchain for processing storage and bandwidth. So we actually are using the blockchain like a physical computer, which is amazing. So the more nodes that connect to the blockchain is more powerful our system becomes. And with our system, as we're going to be performing tens and thousands of scans of taking people's security all around the world, the blockchain is a perfect system to use. You know, it's been heavily used by IoT, Internet of Things. So it made an awful lot of sense for us to use a blockchain for what we're doing. Mm -hmm. And um, another element of our actual system is that also we have a bug bounty environment. And so the bug bounty environment is concerned with allowing a set of vetted, vetted security experts to find new vulnerabilities or new threats or resolve new vulnerabilities and resolve new threats and get paid in tokens for what they're doing, which they can then convert back into Ether and convert back into fiat currency. So this is all being done within the EOS blockchain. So it's extremely powerful. So we are using a blockchain like a, a very large decentralized computer with a database, that, a database that you cannot change that makes sure that the records that we put on there stay the same and don't change over time at all. So it's absolutely amazing for us. Why, um, why EOS? Why specifically? It, I always like to know. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. EOS, as a thing about, you know, so the thing about everyone's, I mean, everyone's raving on about transaction speeds and um, it does drive me a bit bonkers, but everyone talks about transaction speeds, transaction speeds, but it's like having a database and now having no application that is of real world use to end users. So yes, we do need databases. We always need the oracles and the MySQLs and the Ethereums and the Cardinals and all these other systems that are coming through. But but we need to have some real world use. So think about EOS. EOS, like we found, it's got first thing, the community is absolutely amazing. Um, you've got one of the founding fathers of, of blockchain on there, Daniel Larimar, that knows how to run blockchains. It's got obviously um, obviously the whole the, the fact that you've got delegated proof of stake. It means that you have, you know, real physical people that are making sure the integrity of the blockchain is consistent and then blocks are being produced by by you know are, are all being managed properly it's an amazing platform so e the thing about eos is that e eos compared to any other blockchain we're not necessarily con overly concerned about just a blockchain we want a blockchain that is that where you can actually almost run it like a public or private cloud on the blockchain which is amazing and this is actually completely revolutionary and so with eos as well you're not going to have issues like gas fees that you get with the ethereum platform where you all know about gas wars and how much people are paying for transactions now. Don't you don't get those issues on EOS? EOS can can obviously handle a lot more transactions per second, and the fact that it's designed from the ground up by a tried and tested system like Stemit, which is one of the top ten sites for in regards to social media content, it makes sense for us for for what we want to do in regards to placing assets and information onto a system that is highly scalable, such as EOS. All right. Um, so I guess now be the time to talk about your token launch Okay. Um, and maybe some of the descriptors of the token launch. Uh, I, every single one of these projects is unique. I don't know if you have any like bonus structure or uh, significant deadlines or dates that you want people to know about, or maybe there's airdrops, um, you know, just kind of you know, qualify our listener to how can they can get they can get a hold of some of your token. That's yeah, absolutely. So you know, we 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 are creating a complete utility token. We've had to go through the whole legal opinion situation when you're signing up to an exchange, which um, that's another story as well. But there's a little a little bit sneak sneak peek there. Um, so we've you know we've made sure that our token is a utility token. 
the advantage of using a token, it gives you skin in the game. So by purchasing our token on an exchange, it will give you, not only can you obviously trade that token, but that token can actually be used on the Uncloaked platform to allow you to get access to the bug bounty, the artificial intelligence and the vulnerability scanner set of suite of services. So the great thing about the token, not only will there be a demand for a token on crypto exchanges, because we know what we're doing, we've got some great partnerships, like working with the likes of Adeco, signed up for Mentor Capital, Blockchain IB. We're working for some very, very large businesses um, that are looking to already distribute our software. The, 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 the token itself, the UNC token that we have, will should also be, be able to be purchased directly from the Uncloaked platform as well. So there will be a demand coming not just from crypto exchange, but also from end users that are purchasing tokens in order to use a platform. So really, I mean, that's going to be pretty amazing for the investors at the end. At the end, We have a bonus structure in the moment, so we're currently running in pre-sale. Our pre-sale is due to complete um, on the 25th of June. Um, we still accepting, we still accepting private sale. Um, we can work with US investors as long as they're credit investors, but we handle that on a case by case basis. Um, we um, are we do have a private sale available where we are offering uh, some obviously a large bonus structure in excess of what we're offering for the pre-sale guys for the commitment. But obviously there was a high commitment rate. But the private sales is still available as well. So if anyone is interested in private sale, please feel free to email private sale at uncloak.io. Um, and so we're given, in, in regards to tokenomics, we're, we're given 50% um, of our tokens away in a crowd sale itself. Um, us as um, founders, we have 18 month lockup, so we can't touch the tokens for 18 months. We've already, the tokens are, everything's audited, so it's not, it's and built into the smart contract. So it's not like we can draw money out quicker than the actual time the smart contract says, because it's all written in there. And that's been audited by Coin, Coin, Mercery, Coin Mercenary and Solidity, Solidify that have actually audited our smart contract, which is extremely important when it comes to hitting one of the top 10 exchanges that we're going for. Um, so really in the day, we, you know, our token is we are producing 4.2 billion tokens with 2.1 billion tokens being given away during the token sale. Each token is worth 0.01 cents or one cents in essence per token. Um, and yes, and then we have a main ICO um, that should be following, um, obviously after the the actual pre-sale itself, which which finishes. And we've been growing so quickly. I mean, it's been crazy. You know, we re we recently won the Ian Bellina, a hot pitch competition uh, in the UK. Um, that obviously we did get a bit of this Ian Bellina effect that everyone talks about, um, where we grew. Um, exponentially overnight really and that's created a lot of interest in what we're doing um, but besides that you know we've got what every for every two people that are visit our website we get one sign out of the two people um, we've got a very strong white paper I'm, I wrote it myself but I know it's strong because I've got an IT background and I know how to I know what we're trying to do and what solution we've got is a proper solution we're not just trying to make money but we have a real world solution to a massive issue which is world's largest infrastructure problem being cybersecurity and hacking right now. Um, so yeah. right now, that's exactly where we're positioned with Uncloak. So um, what about from a community aspect? Do you, do you have a community? Um, if people have heard this announcement and they want to get involved with your project, um, how do they do that? 
do you have a telegram do you have a slack like just, yeah absolutely you know? so you know we've got um, a telegram you know a very active telegram site we've got some amazing set of uh uh, Telegram um, administrators on there, which we're running 24 by 7. So we've got a great guy, for example, in the US who's called Greg LaFell, who also represents us in EOS community, which is amazing. Um, and we have obviously a team running 24 hours in the system. So we have a Telegram site, which is, um, you can just obviously https colon t.me forward slash uncloak io. So if you don't know, if you know Telegram, just type in uncloak io. Um, official and it will come up with Telegram. So Unclock IL. We have a Twitter channel as well. So just type in Unclock and Twitter will pop up. Website is Unclock.io as well. Um, so if you type in Uncloak in Google, we're the number one for un- well, I think number one or two for Google in Google for Uncloak anyway. Um, so yeah, I mean we we have all of that Facebook channel, everything's there. So definitely the best way to engage with us, I think, definitely jump onto our Telegram group, ask us any questions you like. Um, feel free if you're interested in private cell, private cell at uncloak.io to ask any questions you've got around private cell. And we'd be more than happy to facilitate and help any would-be investors who want to interface with what we're doing. Good deal. So I guess um, the last question I'd like to ask is, um, is there anything that you feel I should have asked you that I didn't? <laughs> That's a great question. <laughs> um, I think really... Um, I think really like sometimes what, what separates us from other other vendors because oftentimes we you know people say oh yeah what about Polyswarm and what about um, Sentinel Protocol I think the main thing that separated us between them and us is really the, the amount of marketing we you know we've concentrated largely on getting an actual application put together and ready and we know what we want to do because we are an IT company we we're not a bunch of guys that just come together we're an IT company. Um, that understand cybersecurity and have been providing cybersecurity for over 17 years now. So this is our life, what we breathe and what we, what you know, which is what we do. Um, besides, the solution that we have isn't just blockchain focused. Even though we can look at blockchain vulnerabilities and weaknesses and issues, you know, we are a whole whole market solution. So our aim in Uncloak is to make sure that every company, no matter what their size they are, from one member of staff up to a multinational can get access to proper cybersecurity protection on a monthly basis. And this is what we're trying to do because cybersecurity is only as strong as your weakest link. And if a large business is working with a small business that doesn't have proper cybersecurity, that large business is going to be exposed and vice versa. So we want to make sure at Uncloak that we provide comprehensive cybersecurity. And there's no one out there that's doing it in the marketplace. You've got vendors that are producing software solutions that are expensive, hard to install, hard to operate. And we want to make sure we can have a, a very clear, plain English approach to how cybersecurity should be done for organizations and accessible for all. So really, yes, absolutely. We are, in regards to if there's any competition that we have out there, I think the main thing is time for us. <laughs> it's all about the our main competition is time because you know it's really about us hitting the market as quickly as we can um, as soon as we hit the IC, finish ICO, hit the market as quick as we can, get the application out there and start start running it around and start distributing so investors can really see, see that something's actually happening and we can start to serve the wider community, which would be amazing. Good deal. Well, Mr. Dada, thank you yes, for sir. stopping by. Pleasure. Absolute pleasure. Absolute pleasure. And, and, um, and you guys heard it. Go to uncloak. Uncloak uncloak yeah 
That's right. So it's yeah, U N C L O A K dot I O. That's and the one. And you're gonna get all the information you need about the ICO, the white paper is there, uh, the Telegram group is there, is there. Everything is there. Um, absolutely. Check it out. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. And I just want to say thanks to your community for for listening and tuning in and taking some time to hear what we're doing and please get involved. It'd be wonderful to have you on board. Absolutely.